pick to the beat Walking down the street and my new the freak, yeah This is how I roll, animal print pants out of control It's red food with the big ass fro And like Bruce Lee, I got the clout, yeah Girl, look at that body Girl, look at that body Girl, look at that body uh-uh, I work out Girl, look at that body Girl, look at that body Girl, look at that body uh-uh, I work out When I walk in the spot yeah. This is what I see Sexy and I know it Trying to tan my cheeks. What? This is how I roll. Come on, ladies, it's time to go. We headed to the bar, baby. Don't be nervous. No shoes, no shirt, and I still get service. Watch. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out when I walk in the spot. This is what I see. Sexy and I know it. Cowboys. I mean, it, you know what we got to do, right? I, I, I mean, we got to do it. Ready, everybody? How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? Oh, how about them cowboys? Ah, oh boys, everybody! How about them cowboys? 
welcome to another week of the Arnie State Show. Thank you for being here on this fine Monday morning. Yes, I am in a halfway decent mood due to the Cowboys winning. We'll talk about the Longhorns here in just a second. We'll recap the weekend. We'll go through all that shit. But I am upset about something. Family, we have been stolen from yet again. That's right. I was on the old TikTok Rooney this weekend, and this is what I found. Wait till you hear this. Some DJ at a party. Some outdoor party. You ready? Here it is. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Stop it. Stop it right there. That is mine. I started that. Uh, it, no. No. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. How dare you? See, they steal from us again. Do I get any credit for that? No. No, and by the way, they stole a bunch of shit. I mean. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have see? your attention? I've see? just been handed an urgent. Yeah, uh-huh. Stolen from yet again. People think I make this shit up, but I bring proof with it. Let's get to the good mornings before I start to recap the entire weekend, shall we? Uh, looks like Adam J. was our first one here. Buenos dias, me amigo. He says, Buenos dias, Arnie. Happy Monday, amigo. Well, right back at you, my friend. Hope Mexico's treating you well. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Braddy Kid says, good morning. Well, good morning to you, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. Wiggle, wiggle, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark in Detroit, good morning, ass family. He's still on the job hunt. Good for him. Uh, you're out, says morning, y'all. That Cowboys game, which we will talk about. Uh, Douglas says, how about them Raiders? Hey, we'll talk. We're, we're about to go over the NFL, I promise. For Arnie's sake, I'm glad the Cowboys pulled that one out since the Longhorns can't beat anything with the word Oklahoma in its name. No shit. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. How about them Cowboys? Uh, yep, they ripped me off. Was that a Christmas song? It is. It's so come all ye faithful, but we call it how about them Cowboys. So that's what we call it here on the big show. Uh, all right, before we get into to football this weekend, Saturday Night Live, terrible. Next week is going to be decent because Jason Sudeikis is going to be on it, and I'm excited about that because I do love Ted Lasso so much. Not really a lot that happened this weekend because I was so upset at the Longhorns. I, I, I literally, I, 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 I've had it. And we'll talk about it here in a sec. Uh, the new season of the show, You, has started on Netflix. I've got one episode left. We got one episode left. We've got through nine episodes. And this season has been grisly. My God. All right, but yeah, other than that, I didn't really do much this weekend. Uh, Douglas, don't get ahead of me. I got to talk about Colin Powell. I will, I promise. I promise I will get to all this stuff. Now, let's talk about the Longhorn, shall we? I was not feeling good that day to begin with, so I watched most, because I didn't sleep a lot the night before. I was having really weird dreams. Uh, so I, I watched most of that game in bed, and I'm glad that I was already halfway sick because that game took me over the top. The Texas Longhorns uh, have a lot of players left over from Tom Herman, 
And Tom Herman recruited nothing but a bunch of fucking quitters. That's all they are, are quitters. They led that entire game and then blew it in the fourth quarter at home. The only guy that Tom Herman recruited, I went woke. How did I go woke? Please, please tell me how I went woke. Uh, the only guy that, that, that really was recruited by Tom Herman that's worth a shit, in my opinion, is B. John Robinson, the best running back in the country. He had a huge day, three touchdowns, 170 yards. He was fine. The rest of the team, bunch of fucking quitters. Even Steve Sarkeesian, the head coach, came out and said, you know, they suffer from that. Once something goes wrong, everything's going to go wrong. Yeah, they, they don't play it one play at a time. You know, good teams play it one, one play at a time. But no, 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 not the Longhorns. Uh, oh, God, the show you, oh, the show you, oh, there's so many political messages in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, like, like, it's unbelievable when they're going in that. It's funny. Like, if you can watch it and you can laugh about how off, and, and here's the thing with all the political correctness in it, I, I don't know if they're making fun of it because they're really bad at, at, at subliminal messaging. Oh, it's so, it's so bad. And I laughed at most of it. But, uh, but yeah, I do, I do like the show You. And I, I can't wait to see the last episode tonight. Um, as far as Longhorns go, uh, I will continue to watch, but this season is a waste. And, oh, here's the good news. The number one quarterback in the nation, guy named Arch Manning. I know that last name might sound familiar. Yeah, yeah, he's, he, he, he's Arch Manning's grandson, Peyton and Eli Manning's nephew. You know, and this kid's an awesome quarterback. He lost Thursday night, and Sarkeesian was at his game. So he came to the Longhorns game with other top prospects and, and way to go in front of the top prospects. Shit the entire bed. Anybody who thought that Arch Manning was coming to Texas to begin with, I'll be shocked if he does. I'd have been shocked. At, and I know it was down to Georgia who whooped Kentucky's ass. It's going to be down to Georgia and Texas. Well, Texas is out of that, so we don't have to worry about that. Other college news before we move on to the NFL. This story makes me sad. That our dear, lovable friend that that we love so much on this show because of this. Go Tigers. Ed Ogeron. Go Tigers. Ed Ogeron has been told that your services are no longer needed here at LSU. He'll be allowed to finish out the season. They're going to pay him $15 million to walk away, which I would do happily. He won a national title two years ago. And since the national title, they are now, what, what are they, 9-8? and eight? Go Tigers. And, and, and I was sitting there going, wait a second. Last year was a fucked up year with COVID. And then, look, these are the things that happen to national championship teams. There's ebbs and flows. Well, it turns out that there is a story behind this, and I have heard the story, and I have read it. 
It seems that Ed Ogeron. Go Tigers. Who, after he won his national championship, he was in the midst of a divorce from his wife. He got the divorce, and then two or three weeks later signed this huge contract extension. Paid millions upon millions of dollars, right? And Ed Ogeron, instead of saying, Go Tigers. Was saying, Go Pussy. Because Ed Ogeron was out on the town picking up chicks. Like, like left and right. Bringing, like, college-age girls. And Ed Ogeron's probably about 62 years old. He's bringing college girls into the locker room and then fucking them in his office. Go Tigers. So they said he had a lot more on his mind than football, and that's why good old Eddie Ogeron is no longer going to be the head football coach at Louisiana State University. Now there's one more team we got to talk about before we get to the NFL. Oh, oh, and how this warms the cockles of my heart. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee. Oh, oh boy! Ain't no people our place we're seeing there. It's just a real thing. Amen. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to win. Yikes. Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. I need to send that to head coach of, of Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin. Uh, Brad Kidd says, what's wrong with that? Well, he's been paying more attention to the ladies, and he's been showing up late to practices and doing all kinds of stuff to where football is not number one, and at LSU, football is number one, unless you're a duck hunter. And then they allow it. But I digress. Saturday night in Knoxville, Tennessee, was the return of a former coach that left Tennessee high and dry. His name is Lane Kiffin. I am no fan of Lane Kiffin at all. And the Vols were, they've been playing the Volunteers. That's their nickname, and they called them the Vols because that's what cheeky people in Tennessee do. Well, the Vols were losing. And they went to convert a fourth in like 24. And it looked like they got it. Like if they didn't get this first down, that was the ball game because they were driving. Well, it looked like the guy got the first down. And the referees spotted him short. And then they held it up on replay. And the good old fans of Rocky Top, They've had enough, and they bombarded the field with garbage. Water bottles are coming from the top rows, half-full water bottles, mind you. The head coach of Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, got pelted with a golf ball. My favorite thing that I saw was empty bottles of mustard, like full-on family size. Who brings a full-on family-sized bottle of mustard to a game? I mean, I like mustard. Don't get me wrong. I do leave home without it, though. 
Literally, there is a full bottle of like family sized mustard on the field at Neyland Stadium. And now the SEC commissioner is upset and he's slamming fan behavior at Tennessee, saying, quote, the conference has established expectations for behavior and sportsmanship, and the actions of fans at Saturday night's game were unacceptable under any circumstances. We're accustomed to intense competition each and every week, but under no circumstances is it acceptable to endanger the contest precipitants and disrupt the game. We will review existing conference policies and commissioner's authority to impose penalties and communicate with the leadership at the University of Tennessee and all the SEC members. So two weeks ago, they fined Texas A&M $150,000 for fans running onto the stadium. The SEC is a little proud of themselves. Like, let the kids run on the field, okay? I, I, I mean, it, it, it's part of the game. But the garbage, like the cheerleaders at Tennessee had to use their, their signs that say, go fight, win. They had to use them as cover. The band had to be taken out of the stadium. Oh, I love it. I love it to show what kind of shithole that is. By the way, that's really going to help your recruiting. Good job, Tennessee, you dumb fucks. Oh, man. Oh, that was great. I got to tell you, that was fantastic. That was one of my favorite things I saw this weekend was the mustard bottle. But then... All right. Let's move to the NFL, shall we? Get this all out of the way, and then we can talk about stories that are in the news today. All right, enough of that. All right. We've already confirmed that Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. I, I, don't, I, I don't care that Arizona's undefeated. Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. Having a comeback like that. And by the way, don't anybody throw at number seven. Stephon Diggs is a man. He's not even 40. He is a man. You throw to his part of the field, he says, I'm a man. I'm 40. But he's not 40. Some bitch got an interception, picked it off, took it to the house. Cowboys took the lead with like two minutes left. Next play, of course, defense gives up a touchdown. So New England's up now by three points. Cowboys get the ball back, drive down, kick the game-tying field goal in regulation. Overtime starts. Mac Jones goes three and out. Cowboys get the ball back. Dak Prescott throws a touchdown to CeeDee Lamb. By the way, that, that defender on that play, he should be kicked out of the league. He threw a cheap shot at the end of the game on CeeDee Lamb when he was crossing the goal line. Cowboys win. Cowboys win. Cowboys win. 5-1 and one going into their bye week. Dak Prescott did suffer a string calf on the last play of the game. Uh, they're going to rest him, but like I said, the Cowboys have a bye week this week. Great game. Pissed me off. Terrible refereeing. Some of the worst refereeing I've ever seen in a game. But you have uh, his brother, don't you? Stephon is on. Oh, yeah. Trayvon. I, we have Trayvon Diggs. My bad. Stephon is a wide receiver. Trayvon started as a wide receiver, and then that's it. Trayvon Diggs. 
He's the guy who yells. I'm a man. I'm 40. But he's not 40. He 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 is. What happened to my mouse? Holy shit, how'd it get all the way up there? That's weird. Uh, so yeah. And referee, look, the referees were awful. It, it, you can tell. Watching an NFL game, you know, certain amount of plays there's going to be holding on. The Cowboys were penalized something like 15 times compared to New England's like five. You, you don't usually get it three to one. Not even the Raiders get it three to one. They spoke out about it. Ezekiel Elliott spoke out about it after the game, which means he's going to end up getting fined, which he'll happily pay. Cowboys win, though. Uh, All right, other games this weekend. The Jaguars got their first win, and I love it. I love that the Jags got their first win, but not in front of their home fans, even though they were the home team. Yeah, they won it in London. Oh, God. What a mess. Oh, by the way, you know how they're getting rid of uh, Ed Ogeron? I've heard a small rumor. I don't think it's true, but I like to tell you guys when I hear stuff, there is a report that possibly John Gruden could be the next head coach at LSU. LSU ain't going to care about you calling people names. I'm just saying. They care about you fucking around and not getting football ready, and and if anybody knows John Gruden, he ain't going to do that. So it's an interesting story. I'd love to see if it comes true. The Packers and Bears yesterday, Packers beat the Bears, and Aaron Rodgers was yelling at the Bears fans, I still own you. I own you. His record against the Bears is something ridiculous, like 22-5. and five. But he doesn't, need to, he doesn't need to rub that in. I'd love to see him go to the Bears next year. That would be hysterical. Bengals beat the Lions. I don't think the Lions are going to win this year, kids. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I, I, I think the Lions could, could possibly lose every single game this year. Douglas says Gruden got done dirty. I, I agree. I watched an interview with Deion Sanders over the weekend, and Deion Sanders even agrees. Look, everybody, everybody's got a butt, and it stinks. That was his line. You dig back into anybody's emails far enough, you're going to find something that's bad. And this was an investigation done on the Washington football team. By the way, allegedly, this is a funny story. It's not funny. Uh, Yeah, I I, I will get to the Colin Powell. I promise I'm I'm recapping football. I'll, I'll talk about Colin Powell first thing. First thing when I'm done. Um. What was I saying? Hell, I don't know. Uh, isn't that how the Lions got Stafford going winless? Probably. And he didn't seem to help them ever. The Lions ain't going to win a game. The Lions are terrible. Uh, I was talking about Gruden getting done dirty and, and all that stuff. 650,000 emails, and they get Gruden, who called a guy who makes $40 million a year the word fag with the got on the end of it. 
So you can't criticize that guy. Well, he made, you know, he made statements against the LGBTQ community. Well, he, he said that his friend Jeff Fisher was forced to draft a player that was gay. And I, I tend to believe that. But, of course, Jeff Fisher comes out and says, no, 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 none of that's true. Because Jeff Fisher wants to work in the NFL again. He knows how to play the game. The Lions are showing what kind of awful quarterback Jared Goff is. And a UC Santa Cruz grad, I say, ha-ha, fuck you, Cal Berkeley, about him. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I think it's great that he's shit in the bed there. Look, when he went to the Rams and the Rams went to the Super Bowl, they didn't go to the Super Bowl because of Jared Goff. They went to the Super Bowl because they had an amazing running back named Todd Gurley that allowed Jared Goff, oh, and a tremendous defense. Let's not forget uh, uh, about their defense that year. Their defense was spectacular. Todd Gurley was an amazing running back, and I think they still lost the Super Bowl. But Jared Goff is is just crapola. The Houston Texans got drubbed again, 31-3. I would love to see the Texans play the Lions. That's the game I want. Or did that already happen? Is that how the Texans got their one win this year? They already beat the Lions? I got I to click on the Texans, see who they got their win against. They won against the Jaguars. Okay. They do not play the Lions this year. Damn it. Let me see. I, I, I got to click on the Lions, see if they got any wins coming. Okay, they play the Rams. They're at the Rams next. So Matthew Stafford's going to light up his old team. Good God, the Lions-Texans be like watching a WNBA game. Eagles, they're gonna, the Eagles are going to beat them. The Steelers are going to beat them. The Browns are going to beat them. The Bears should beat them. Fucking Vikings, you better beat them. Broncos will beat them. The Cardinals, who are undefeated, they're going to kick the shit out of them. Falcons, Seahawks, yeah, I don't, I don't see Detroit winning a game this year. Sorry, Lions fans, all two of you out there. Uh, Rams kicked the shit out of the Giants, but the Giants suck out loud, too. The Chiefs beat the Washington football team, even though the first half was very interesting. Washington played a decent game the first half. That was the game that was on before the Cowboy game, so I was watching a little bit of that. I got to say, Patrick Mahomes is not the guy that he used to be. The stat I saw was like, he's thrown like a... a 15 interceptions in his last, like, I don't know, six, seven games? I thought I thought Patrick Mahomes was going to win Super Bowl after Super Bowl, MVP after MVP. He won his first one, and lo and behold, he's kind of shit in the bed. They won yesterday. Got to give him credit for that, but they're only three and three. Um, Let's see. Douglas says Redskins aren't that bad. Okay. We'll see. Vikings won. How about them Vikings? Hot Stephanie. Skull. Beat the Panthers. That, hey, that's a legit win. 34-28. That, that's a legit win. The Ravens. The Ravens kicking the shit out of the Chargers. 34-6? Where are my Chargers fans at? Damn. 
Uncle Arnie, what do grown-ups mean by one-trick pony when they talk about Mahomes? Because <laughs> well, he can throw sidearm and he does all this kind of shit. Patrick Mahomes, just remember, went to Texas Tech. That's all I got to say. Uh, Kirk Tober, <laughs> hey, keep it while it lasts. I hope Kirk Tober lasts a long time for you. Rams got to the uh, Super Bowl because of the worst call in playoff history. You're goddamn right about that against the Saints. The non-pass interference call. What a terrible call that was. The Cardinals, are they really that good? I mean, they shut the Browns down. I don't think the Browns are that good. They won 37-14. The Raiders on the road. After a tumultuous week, come out and slap the Broncos right in the mouth. Wasn't as close as that 34-24 to 24 score. I'll tell you that much right now. It was 31-10 to 10 going into the fourth quarter. That's ball game, people. Good for the Raiders to come back like that. And, of course, the Dallas Cowboys won. And the Steelers beat the Sea Chickens, barely. And the Sea Chickens didn't even have uh, Russell Wilson playing. Tonight's game, not a bad game, not a great game. I never picked the Titans or any team from Tennessee on this show. Let's see if the Titan fans throw a bunch of shit on the field when the Bills go in there and kick their ass. Josh Allen, I am a fan of. I like him. I like the kid a lot. Uh, Browns missing their uh, starting tackles. Arizona seems kind of legit. Okay. Steelers barely won because their run defense is uh, in the second half. was like, wait, we work here? I didn't watch much of that because I was watching postseason baseball. Uh, the Braves. <whistles> Braves come back and win it. Bottom of ninth. Night, or no, last night was extra innings. They won it in bottom of ninth the night before. Braves might knock off. Now, wait, wait. Does, can somebody help me here? Let's see. Let, let me go to Major League Baseball. Is it is it 2-3-2 two, two, or is it 2-2-1-1-1-1? Two, two, one, 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 one? Like, I, I, I just need to, to let's see. Uh, all right. So, Monday, we got the Astros at, at, at Red Sox. Tuesday, there. Uh... Wednesday, wait, where, where's Wednesday? Wednesday at L.A. They're, okay, so they do 2-3-2. Two, two. Okay, good. Now, th- th- this series looks like 2-3-2 because two, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, they're in L.A. If they need to be in L.A. that many times. Uh, and the same with Boston. I believe, uh, let's see, Wednesday, they're there. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday at Boston, Wednesday at Boston, Thursday, I don't know what the fuck how to read this, 2232, is it, no, 223, 2322, I don't, shit, it's two games in Atlanta, three games in LA, then two more games Back in Atlanta. We'll see. We'll see if the uh, if they can the, hold this all together. 
Now, the story that everybody wants me to read, and I'll read it now. Here we go, everybody. Colin Powell, the very first ever, uh, what, Secretary of State, first black Secretary of State, former Joint Chief Staff who played a huge role in the first Gulf War. When Stormin' Norman wanted to go into Iraq, he said, no, that's not the plan, and he held him back. A lot of people, me included, said I didn't think that was a good idea, but he's still a very smart man. Black man came from nothing, came from poverty to become one of the most respected leaders of all time. Died last night. 84 years old. Complications related to the horrible and dreaded COVID-19. Even though he was fully vaccinated. Now, this is one of those where I want to go to the anti-vax crowd and go, see, here's your, your, your point of proof. But then I have to go, well, he was 84. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know if the vaccine was supposed to help the elderly I know it's supposed to help younger people who get sick not die. I don't know if it's supposed to help the elderly as well, because he is elderly at 84. Oh, you got their quarterback now. The albino is on the shelf until that other kid gets hurt. I was told Mikulo in Fuego is how to say good morning, has family in Spanish. Might be wrong, but I think if it works, I don't think that is it. I mean, he only loves six years uh, past the average age of death. Look. But now people can have this in their back pocket. Look, look, look. Once again, once again, I stand on the fence, and I'm sorry that I'm a fence stander, where I support both people on both sides, people getting the vaccine and people not getting the vaccine. I think that he got it. He was fully vaccinated, but he's 84 years old. Maybe time took its toll on him. He died from too many donuts. Just mark it down as COVID. I think it's a sad day that, that, that Colin Powell has died, former Secretary of State. I like Colin Powell. I thought Colin Powell was a, a – I think he should have ran for president personally. I think he should have been the first black president. He was born in Harlem. Parents were Jamaican immigrants and raised him in the South Bronx. He was poor. He was awarded the Purple Heart and Bronze Star in Vietnam. It's a sad day for Americans that Colin Powell has died. Now, what makes it even more sad day is that people like Anthony Fauci are still alive. Anthony Fauci was all over the TV this weekend. Hey there, hot mama, good morning to you. He came out and said this weekend that people don't like him because the truth is inconvenient to them. I don't like him because he's a mealy-mouthed piece of shit. 
This is a guy who can't take a stand on anything. To wear a mask, to not wear a mask. To get the vaccination, oh, he's making a lot of money off the vaccination. Yes, get the vaccination. Remember, he almost canceled Christmas and then came back and said, no, 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 you can have it. Oh, and by the way, enjoy Halloween too. Doctor, and 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 I have to use that word lightly when I when I talk about Anthony Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci, who, by the way, cannot throw a ball. That's another reason why I hate him. Any man that claims he's a huge baseball fan and cannot throw a baseball, I got a huge problem with you. You see, uh, oh, by the way, and your fact that you're lying, you lied to Congress and you're not in jail about gain-of-function research that you said was not happening, and then you've come back and said, yes, it was happening. See, this is why people don't like you, Anthony Fauci, is because they can't trust you. You say one thing one week, and then two weeks later, you come back and say something completely different, and because the media is in your back pocket, you will not answer questions to the first. When he came out and said, yes, gain-of-function activity was going on in the Wuhan lab, where was the media going, wait a second, you told Rand Paul, Dr. Rand Paul, that there was no gain-of-function going on there. Can you explain that? That's all. Meanwhile, Alan West, old as fuck, too, 60. Hey, 60's not that old. I'm a lot closer to 60 than I am 84. Unvaccinated was at the range within a few days. There's another Mount Rushmore he can be on. Most punchable faces. I, I came up with one that we can do this week. The stupidest people. The, the stupidest, the most stupid famous people out there. We, we, we got this one. I got, I got it ready to go. We'll see if we can get to it today. If we can't, we'll either do it tomorrow or Wednesday. We'll get to it. I, I'm thinking about putting Dr. Anthony Fauci on there because this guy to me, I, I, I'm sorry, I know that he went to college and he's a doctor and he knows that he's dumb though. And he can't throw. That's the thing we need to focus on the most. I love people that made excuses for him when he was at that Washington Nationals game with his wife, who, by the way, is the head of the FDA. No conflict of interest there whatsoever, huh? And they were sitting there, not socially distancing. It was three of them that were sitting there, and nobody else was there or around them. But they weren't wearing masks. I thought you had to wear the mask everywhere you went, and this was last year. You know when fans weren't let into stadiums? The way he can explain it is he didn't think we would find out. That that's great. That is that's a great point. You know, most people that get caught like like this guy does, and I'm not talking about anybody associated with the Clintons, because we all know that their suicides are not suicides. 
But anybody who usually gets caught in this many webs of lies, they end up killing themselves. Dr. Anthony Fauci is too vain to kill himself. He's like that song, you're too vain. Was that Carly Simon? He is too vain. You want to talk about somebody who's full of himself? It's Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci should do America a a service and kill himself. And you know I am not a proponent of suicide. I am a survivor of my own attempt, and, and I tried to talk people out of it. But I'm here to tell you, I would be happy to write the note for him. For all the deaths this guy has caused. I don't know, in America, it's close to 700,000, I'll say. He tried to explain, says, take the police. We know now the statistics. More police officers die of COVID than they do of other causes. Huh? Uh, boy, that, that, that's going to be a tough one here. Let's see, uh, how many police have died of COVID? Uh, five times as many police officers die uh, from COVID as gunfire since the, start, since the start of the pandemic. See, that's the part he likes to leave out. Since the start of the pandemic. I'm betting that that police have died way more at from, I don't know, heart disease, getting shot. In the last 20 months, and, and by the way, I can't wait until all the, once again, once again, let me say this. Do I think that we're ever going to get the truth about this? The answer is no. No, no. We're, we're never going to get the truth about COVID-19. Because, once again, in my humble opinion, and you can choose to believe me, you can choose to laugh at me and think I'm a fucking crazy person. I don't care. This is something that was started to get a certain someone out of office. And because the people that were running it were not very good at running it, it spread like wildfire, and they couldn't control it. And they weaponized it. It got the guy out of office, but they weaponized it so well that they couldn't stop it. Dr. Anthony Fauci should be charged with all kinds of crimes against humanity for it. Because he knows exactly how it started. He knows exactly where it started. He's a part of that group. And like I said, I would love to see the adjusted numbers to see what the actual real deaths from COVID-19 are. Do I think it's going to be a big number? I think it's going to be in the hundreds of thousands, sure. I'll say, I'll, whatever it is now in America, I'll say it's probably a third of that. Due to the fact that they were counting you know, motorcyclists who had been beheaded in an accident who tested positive for COVID, that was a COVID-related death. 
Anybody who's on hospice care, that's a COVID-related death, which it's not, but that's okay. I know I keep going back to that one, but that one, that one, because that one means something to me, because my mom was on hospice care, and I know what hospice care means. Um. And I think Colin Powell, going back to the Colin Powell story, I think Colin Powell died because he was 84 years old and he caught a sickness that was really bad. It's like old people catching the flu. Uh, by the way, by the way, there's a new thing you got to look out for. Are you ready? Are you ready? There's a new bug out there, and it is called... It's called... The super, the super, the super cold. 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 That's right, the super cold. I'm not. I'm not making this up. Addict to Brian sent me this story last night. Months of mask wearing and social distancing's have triggered a mass outbreak of what sufferers say is the worst cold ever, the super cold. It started in the UK. People say uh, their throat feels like a chainsaw has gone off in there. They're all congested. They're not throwing up. It's upper respiratory tract infections. It has all the signs of COVID, but it's not COVID. It's the super cold. And I believe she says, because this is the new narrative. And yes, this is the new narrative. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, now they're counting the unvaccinated as people who haven't gotten their second shot or within the two weeks of their second shot. I saw the, the number 66 million Americans. I don't know where they keep getting these numbers. I guess these numbers... Even though he just said, you know, a few weeks ago that 30 new million Americans got it done. Oh, believe me, Andrew, I thought the super, I thought the flu was a super cold too. But the flu, you get sick, you got the runs, you get the diarrheas. But yes, scientists are trying to shoot this down. People are like, no, 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 let's go with this. It fits the new narrative. That we have a super cold out there. Just stop. Just please stop. It's so dumb. Let's see. Uh, There's a couple of really good stories that have come out. I'm almost done with COVID. I only have a couple more stories on COVID. Um, let's see. Delta Airlines has announced their company will ditch the COVID vaccine mandate. Interesting that they're going to go against the federal government. CEO said they'll be dropping the vaccine mandate, making it the only U.S. airline that will not require employees to receive their shots. Oh, by the way, don't forget the protest today at the Capitol. California, they are protesting today. They want you to keep your kids out of school and protest the vaccinations. Well, from what I heard at urgent care in the hospital, 
What I had is going around too. Terrible nausea, diarrhea, dizzy, and temperatures. They don't know if it's a strain of COVID or what, uh, but it was not pleasant. Well, that sounds like the flu, honestly. That sounds like you had the flu. And by the way, they would have told you if it was COVID. It's not a strain of COVID. You would have tested positive for COVID. So Delta has come out and said, okay, we're not going to require our employees to get the shot. Then uh, over the weekend, a judge has come out in Texas, of course, and said that United Airlines cannot put unvaccinated workers on leave for now. Interesting. So United, not going to do it. They're going to let the judge work it out. You got the state of Texas that says no private business can do this. Which I don't know how that works. But Southwest is pretty much going to, they're, they're still weighing it over. And American is, they're weighing it out. We'll see what happens. Yeah, because 95% are already vaxxed, and they're charging the ones who aren't uh, more money on their medical coverage. Delta's a joke. Well, Delta stands for net, doesn't even leave the airport. That's a little airport humor right there for you. I'm sorry. It doesn't even leave the airport. <laughs> now, what I really believe is a true, a real joke This makes me sick. On this show, we like to cover every once in a while the weekend damage that happens in the city of Chicago with Mayor Gollum, Lori Lightfoot. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a As many as 13,000 police in Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry. That is the 13,000 strong police force could be put on unpaid leave for ignoring Mayor Lori Lightfoot's mandate that they have to get vaccinated. What do you think that will do to the crime numbers in Chicago if you didn't think that they could actually go up? They're talking as many as 6,500 cops could be fired. A smaller police presence in Chi-Town? How can you tell? A judge has issued a temporary restraining order ordering um, the police union or the union boss not to make another statement. The restraining order is effective until the next hearing on October the 25th. She needs to be lynched. That's treasonous. And I love people like Joe Biden. Joe Biden, our president. Corn Pop was a bad dude who actually had the gall last week 
to come out and say what a great job Lori Lightfoot was doing. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? Do you know why the cops don't do anything in Chicago? Because they're not allowed to. These cops in Chicago have their hands tied worse than any other police unit in America by Mayor Gollum. I feel bad for the police officers in Chicago. I do. These are people that are willing to risk their lives in a day-in, day-out basis. And they don't even have the backing from the mayor. And now she's planning on firing about half of them. It truly does amaze me about what cops are allowed to do and what cops are doing. I don't think it should be shoot first, ask questions later. Of course not. It's not the Wild West. It's not the military. But the idea of allowing criminals to shoot first at you and then you can return fire or you have to call someone to see if you can return fire, it's a joke. I love the city of Chicago. To me, it's a beautiful city, the north side, where the police actually do work. This is the south side of Chicago. There's a story out there. I was going to save it for the next break, but I'll, I'll do it here. This is happening in New York. I'm sorry, this was in Philadelphia, where crime is also going through the roof. A woman was raped on a commuter train in suburban Philadelphia in the presence of other riders who did absolutely, positively nothing about it. An employee of the Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority who was in the vicinity as the train went past called police to report that something wasn't right with a woman on the train. Police were waiting at the next stop and found the woman and arrested a man. The woman was taken to the hospital. She is going to be okay. Hopefully they say she gets through this. People on the train did nothing. Did absolutely, positively nothing. Now, we can call them cowards. We can call them all sorts of things. But if we're not going to allow the police to do anything, why would we do anything? Now, I'm not going to sit by and idly watch as a woman gets raped. But the problem is is then I will be at fault according to the way that they do their laws and they do their system there. We need to take our country back. Crime rates in New York, and I'm planning a trip to New York. We're thinking about going to New York next year. I've never been. I want to go. But to see these stories about people getting jumped in the streets there all over, including in Manhattan, 
Well, then I would go, well, let's go to Chicago. Well, fuck Chicago because you can't go anywhere near the south side. And eventually that will leak to the north side. I agree, those people should be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed. We should all be ashamed of ourselves because we all have led to this. We've allowed people to get sued by bad guys who break into a house that are willing to not only steal, but rape and possibly murder people in the house who get shot in the house and then sue the homeowner and win. We, as Americans, have allowed this to happen in our country. Someone breaks into your house armed, willing to do no good there. It's not like they're breaking in to mop your floors. They break in to steal, rape, or possibly kill you. You shoot them, and then you're on the bill. You're supposed to pay their bill because they can sue you. This is why police will tell you to empty the fucking gun, to kill them dead. And it's happened to where the families have sued the homeowners, and some families have won. I will say this right now. Break into my house. I do not have a gun. What I do have is a large fucking Bowie knife a few automatic knives that I know how to use and I will cut you from ear to ear and not think twice about it. If you break into my house, you need to prepare yourself to die. I am prepared to die to protect where I live. Now, if I stab somebody 31 times, guess what? That family's going to end up suing me. So how about if I just cut their fucking head off? Is that okay then? Or am I the bad guy? That's what I'm ashamed of. I'm ashamed that we have allowed this to go so far. Do you think that would have been allowed in the 50s? A woman being raped on a a subway train? The answer is fuck no. There's been a lot of changes since the 50s. Some good, a lot bad. In the 50s, if somebody broke in your house willing to do damage and you killed them, do you think those people were arrested or even questioned? No. Police said good job. Remember, we live in a country where two lawyers came out of their house after people not only broke into a secluded neighborhood, but then broke into their fence and were illegally trespassing on their property with guns, a large group of them. The homeowners came out. They didn't want them to break into their nice house. And I don't give a fuck that they're lawyers. They worked hard. They got money. They bought a nice house. And those two people are going to get disbarred. They arrested those people for protecting their property. 
Yeah, don't worry about the big dog. The big dog will just lick you to death because the big dog is stupid. Why have knives when you can have fangless rattlesnakes? Well, that is a deterrent. But come on. I mean, we can look at these people in Philadelphia and go, God, you're nothing but a bunch of worthless Eagle fans, which they are. But then we have to look at ourselves in the mirror. And that's what nobody wants to do. I'm willing to look myself in the mirror. You break into my house, I kill you, I can go to sleep at night. I ain't going to have nightmares about it. Fuck, I might go on a speaking tour. We need to get that kind of mentality back where we're not the bad people defending our home. And we're not the bad guys. We stop a man from raping a woman. Oh, I get so fired up on that topic. Oh, my God. Pisses me off. Uh, okay, the wifey must be an ex-felon, too. No gun, no bueno. No, it's just we don't have any guns. I'm not an ex-felon. I can own a gun. I just choose not to. I don't have anything against guns. I, I just don't have one. I would probably use it for the wrong thing. Um, let's see. Did I do that in here? No, no, no. I got that for the next break. Okay. That's in the next break. Uh-huh. Uh, I will end with uh, the, the, oh, today's jokes. Uh, today's jokes are, uh, why did Bill Clinton cross the road? To fuck the intern on the other side, of course. Uh, which other jokes did I tell? Uh, oh, I got that one for tomorrow. Uh, why did the emo kid get kicked out of Six Flags? He kept cutting the line. <laughs> and what do rocks and women have in common? The flat ones get skipped. Hell, you cut off the head of some would-be rapist. You should throw out the first pitch at a Round Rock Express game. The Rangers are too highfalutin for such heroism. Look. All right. So I told those. Okay. I got to keep that one, though. Uh, what do lunch meat in Tennessee have in common? They're both in bread. I've told that one. That one is a good one. The father of a girl who was allegedly sexually assaulted in a Virginia school bathroom. This was a letter that was written to the National School Board Association. We did this story out of Virginia. The father should be treated as a domestic terrorist after the dad stormed a local school board meeting and demanded officials take responsibility. No, no, I already, I already did the Tennessee thing. I started the show off with that. That was fantastic. Scott Smith was filmed being wrestled to the floor 
at the school board meeting with his wife yelling, my child was raped at school, and this is what happens? The story goes that the girl was allegedly in the girl's bathroom, and there was a transgender kid in there wearing a dress or a skirt, and he sexually assaulted the girl, allegedly. This dad went to the school board to say something needs to be done, and the school board wasn't listening to him, and he got pissed off. And they're saying that this man is a domestic terrorist? This is where we are, people. This is not a joke. I want you to think about it. To all you people, it rise good morning to you. To everybody who has a daughter out there. And your daughter's at school, and she gets raped. It's not a pleasant thing to think about. She gets raped, and the school covers it up. How are you going to react? You're going to act like any good, red-blooded American. You are going to stand up for your little girl, and you're going to want some fucking answers. They covered up a rape. I'm sorry, an alleged rape. And now the dad is being called a domestic terrorist because he went into the courtroom and he was yelling and he almost started a fight? Do we not know what a a terrorist is anymore? I'm sorry. I I I just need to. to I just want to look something up here. A terrorist, a person who uses unlawful violence and intimidation, especially against civilians, in the pursuit of political aims. Open school board meeting, so he didn't use any, and, and he wasn't, vi- he, he was charging, so he might have used some violence. No intimidation because there are police all over the place. Against citizens, civilians, uh, school board members, I'm not sure, in the pursuit of political gains. He doesn't want any political gains. He wants justice for his daughter that was raped in a fucking junior high bathroom. Ogre says, I hope the school district has a good legal team or insurance policy because he's going to sue their ever-loving shit out of them. This is in Virginia, where they want to teach. I, I don't know what's happened to Vir- Virginia. is not a part of the South. I'm just, a, As a proud Southerner, I am here to say, Virginia, you are no longer welcome in the South because of your ass-backward policies there. You want to treat critical race theory. You think it should be important that being white, you should be guilty for it. I am so tired of this fucking white guilt, this liberal white guilt that's out there. Oh, if you don't think that you've had, I, I have never had an upper hand on anything. I've had to work for everything I got. And I know all of the white people listening to this show are the same way. Do you want to know who has white privilege? Let me tell you who has white privilege. 
Prince Harry has white privilege. Prince William have white privilege. And it's not because they're white. It's because they're royalty. They haven't had to lift a finger their entire lives. I've had to. I know that y'all have had to. So what's privilege about that? Well, you got the job because you were white. I got the job because I interviewed well. I got the job because I showed up with a shirt that had a collar on it and looked decent, and I answered the questions accordingly. That's not privilege. That's knowing how to play the game. You show up in cutoffs and flip-flops and a fucking tattered shirt. No, you're not going to get the job because you look like a fucking bum. And that includes white folk. They, they, you know what? Virginia needs to get rid of the Confederate flag because they don't even deserve it. Uh, let's see. Um. Uh, they covered up a rape the second it happened, yeah. And the second one happened. Yeah, it did. And they aren't releasing if it was the same kid or not. Uh, the guy who raped her uh, identifies as bi-axial and wears a skirt. The school board meeting was about opening up more rules for bathroom inclusiveness. I love the state of Texas today more than anything because Governor Wheels is signing a fucking law into place that says you have to participate in the sport that you were born. So if you were born a boy, you have to play boys' sports. And uh, the, the, the opponents of it are like, ah, this is a, a rule that's singling out and making people feel bad. It's not making anybody feel bad. They're not saying you can't compete in sports. If you're a boy that thinks you're a girl, you still can play sports, but they have to be boy sports. By the way, by the way, can anybody, can anybody riddle me this? Why is nobody fighting for the girls who want to play boy sports, who are transitioning into boys? Because the law that was written or the rule that's written is, You allow boys who think they're girls to play sports. Not the other way around. That's not what they're fighting for. And that one's not included. Why is that? I mean, we all know why. But come on. Recently, someone was banned from TikTok because they made a video. They made a video about the transgender weightlifter from New Zealand. And how they were deemed, that this, this female weightlifter from New Zealand who went to the Olympics, who was a man, who is now a female, they named her Sportswoman of the Year. And the video was laughing at the fact that you named this person Sportswoman of the Year even though she didn't even accomplish a lift. She, she, she couldn't even lift one weight. And you're telling me that she is the sportswoman of the year? I, I'm sorry. Did, did, did women not win events in the Olympics? Did women not have a year where they won in sports? I would choose any one of those gals who actually did win as sportswoman of the year. 
But of course not, because, yes, I already know, it doesn't fit the narrative that's on there. That woman who who took over a, a roster spot from somebody who didn't even qualify once she got to the Olympics is the sportswoman of the year. What about the women that beat her? Well, it, it, it's just to show how strong she how, She wasn't strong. She got put in there under protest. She didn't compete. Come, just stop it. Stop it all. They covered up two rapes. His daughter was the second. The kid was transferred to that school from another one after raping another kid. He also made her give him oral, and he anally and vaginally raped her. Yeah, and and they they I I, I know the story behind this that that he uh, pushed a girl in another room, and they will not say whether or not it is or is not the same sen- or same uh, student. I, I, that's a terrible song. <laughs> It'll be the Catholic Church is like, see, they and you pick on us? Whoever beat him should get the award for woman beater of the year. I got the job because I whipped it out in front of Kamala. Oh, sorry, not that job. Yeah, uh, Alicia, good morning to you as well. By the way, there is good news to report, though that the United States Commission on Civil Rights is blasting the Attorney General for the memo on parents protesting school boards being domestic terrorists. He has got the, the father at least has the United States Commission on Civil Rights behind him. By the way, that is a pretty strong commission. Merrick Garland is a piece of shit. The Attorney General of the United States, the highest-ranking police officer in America, wants to call people that protest at schools. Everything that's happening today, now in California, I know that most of the protests are going on at the state capitol. I imagine some will be at schools in Southern California. Um... He's calling you terrorists. In your own country. Because you disagree with what's going on at schools. You have the right to protest. We all have the right. Wait, wait, wait. If those people are terrorists, then all BLM have to be terrorists, right? Because they were protesting in the streets. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm using logic in this argument. And we don't use that in this country. Instead, what we use in this country is stupidity. And, of course, feelings. Nothing more than feelings. And we all know where I stand on feelings. Fuck yo feelings. 
We talked about this a long time ago when I was on another show early in the day. I'd like to see the United States Constitution, the Bill of Rights, where it says you have the right to be offended in this country. Because you don't. Yet people walk around saying, that offends me. We need to shut that down. You you don't have that right, but we've allowed it to happen. Once again, once again. And, and, And the thing is, this is the hard part. The hard part is realizing that we've allowed this to happen. We've allowed parents who protest school board meetings, and I'm not talking about the ones that are claiming they're going to wait uh, and beat you in the parking lot. Now, that, that's a little different. We're talking about people that protest what's going on. We've allowed them to be called terrorists. We, the people of America, have allowed the media to show protests of burning police stations down and being told this is a peaceful protest. We've allowed that. We've allowed young girls to get raped at school because we need to let everybody use which bathroom they feel comfortable in. We, the people, have allowed people that break into your house and you hurt to sue you, and they win. We have allowed this. Why have we allowed this? This is why we have allowed it. A, and I'm I'm letting a lot of people off the hook here. We've allowed it because we're too busy. We're too busy. We have to pay bills, so we have to work. So we can't go and be a part of all this stuff. We hear it and we go, well, hopefully not in my neighborhood. You can hope in one hand, shit in the other, see which one gets full first. All those people that protested after Donald Trump was elected, fair and square, and boy, do we have an update on that. That, Some of this shit is just so amazing. But all those people that were out protesting, do you know why we weren't out protesting because Joe Biden got elected? Because people had to work the next day. It's a Wednesday. We can't stand in front of his, his, his place of residence where he was shackled down in a, in a bunker basement location and scream, not my president. We were too busy taking our kids to school, going to work. Some people wanted him on the Supreme Court. Amen. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, uh, well, I, I, I got to do what I got to do. If protecting me, my son makes me a terrorist, so be it. No. No, 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 no. It doesn't make you a terrorist. And don't allow them to call you a terrorist. We can't have that mentality. And I understand what you mean, Douglas. I totally understand it. But you are not a terrorist if you are protecting your son. I'll be a terrorist then for standing up for our kids. I'm going even if my kids are not in traditional school. They'll be next if we don't stand up. And you're not a terrorist. See, this is the thing. Oh, yeah, go ahead and call us. Because I'm of that that same ilk where, okay, you want to call me names? Well, you get called a terrorist, that's a whole different ballgame. That's a whole lot different than being called a rapist or a racist. 
You can call me a racist all day long. You throw the word terrorist, terrorist is up there with pedophiles. It truly is. Those are tough names to come back from, and you should not have to be called a terrorist for standing up for your children. I just took my fuck your feelings hoodie off. I'll be wearing it today at the protest if it's still cold. Good. Alicia says, I'll be at the Capitol today. Already called my boys out for the protest. Good. I started carrying again. Unfortunately, I feel this country is lost and we're beyond saving. I don't think so. I, I, I think that enough of these people, like you, Kale, like Alicia, like Addict O'Brien, like Douglas, they're going to take time off to fix the problem. I think enough people in this country are going to be like, oh, okay. Well, if those people can take the day off work, I can take the day off work. And there's a lot more of us than there are of them. Western civilization is one war from collapsing like a house of cards that it is. Yeah, oh, you're right. You are absolutely right. And by the way, you are, there, there's a story. I, I'm going to take a break. I got to take a break because I have to go pee. I will start with the story that's out there that's, that I read and I am terrified. And literally, this is one of those, when I talk to my dad at night and I talk to my higher power at night, the last two nights I've talked to my higher power about this story because I am truly scared. And you know me, I don't get really scared at, at, at a lot of stuff. But this is one that I am, I am really scared about. And I'll tell you about it next here at ArnieRadio.com.
try me, brother. For 48 years of observation and processing have taught me the shitter is overflowing and I feel uh, abject guilt every day for bringing children into the world. You shouldn't. No, you, you, you shouldn't because you didn't do it. You didn't do it. Greedy people that, that I'm not talking about monetary greed. I'm talking about power-hungry people. I'm talking about small people. 
It's like everybody that works in government has little man's disease. We all know little man's disease where they drive the jacked up trucks and they think they're more powerful than they actually are. Well, we've allowed that to happen. Is it too late? I don't know. I will ask you this question, and I'm not saying Donald Trump's name. I'm saying this is the question I pose to you. If we had, and I won't even say a strong leader, if the United States of America had a respected leader, and that doesn't necessarily have to be strong, and I didn't say feared, I said just respected leader. Do you think I would have a story like this today? China has tested an orbital vehicle that was fitted with a nuclear warhead, which, by the way, can not only circumnavigate the Earth, but also is effective at evading many of U.S. military early warning radars. This is from Forbes magazine. Catherine Hill first reported the August test of the Potential Fractional Orbital Bombardment System, or FOBS, As its name implies, a FOBS launches like a traditional intercontinental ballistic missile, then enters a brief but stable orbit before deorbiting after just a fraction of a trip around Earth. Once again, I ask you, this is not something they're building, they've tested it. All it will take is for one nuclear bomb to be shot off. And then the world ends. I hate to be, uh, uh, as Ogre says, I hate to be pessimistic. But once one nuclear warhead is shot off, you don't think other countries are going to protect themselves by shooting more? And, and, and by the way, Russia shouldn't feel safe because I am betting that China is going to have one pointed right at them, and since they're neighbors, it doesn't have to go that far. We've got our nukes. It will be the end of civilized human beings. And we've allowed this not only to be thought of and worked on, but now tested. And why? Because we have weak leaders that owe China a lot of money. This is a true real-life David and Goliath situation here. And whether you choose to want to believe the Bible or not believe the Bible or even that story of David and Goliath, this is that moment. We are there. We're at the precipice. 
This is the kind of shit that keeps me up at night. I am not, I, I, I think I've told you guys this. I am not afraid of death. Death is a part of life. Hell, I look forward to it some days. But I always have a caveat. My caveat is this. I look forward to death as long as it doesn't hurt. Like, I don't want to be thrown in a wood chipper foot first. That would hurt like a son of a bitch. Even head first. Yeah, I'm going to die a lot quicker, but I'm still going to feel a lot of pain. I don't feel like getting nuclear sick and parts of my body falling off or me growing another hand. Um, the traditional ICBM briefly escapes the atmosphere and arcs towards its target over the North Pole, heading for the United States, but a FOBS actually stays in orbit just long enough that, depending on its trajectory, can streak toward a target from any of several directions. So they might shoot one at us, and we might not know it's coming at us. Then what? (coughs) (coughs) Wow. Loudoun County prosecutor who sought to jail father of girl allegedly raped in school was tied to George Soros. By the way, by the way, George Soros needs to realize that all these people he's put in power, they're going to kill him too. You see, once the nuclear holocaust starts, and I hate to be talking about this because I feel like Alex Jones here saying all this shit that we're all going to die, but a lot of people don't survive when nuclear bombs go off. I mean, you can look at Japan, you can look at Chernobyl, you can see what happened. He's going to die, too. And a lot of the people around him are going to die. Yeah, the second pick is a picture of a prosecutor with Soros. Yeah, I, I, I got it. But this is where I, I, I sit here, and I, I see these stories, and I hear these stories, and I go, what happened? What happened? It, it was just... 70 years ago that the world looked up to America. And in that 70 years now, we're everybody's enemy. And that's fine. I don't care about that. But at least in that 70 years, we could have strengthened ourselves up. But then that's when I remember. We have leaders like this. Joe Biden is leaning more on his old boss than ever before. That's right. You know, the guy who's actually running the country right now into the ground, Barack Hussein Obama, who, by the way, will be attending the UN COP26 Climate Summit in Scotland next month.
And he'll be sticking around and probably be at the World Leader uh, Summit in Glasgow November 1st and 2nd. Now, no word on if he'll be speaking, but has that ever happened before? Did Ronald Reagan have Jimmy Carter at any of these G summits? Did Bill Clinton have George Bush at any of these summits? How do we have such an incompetent buffoon in the chair of President of the United States when we know he's not running things? Then former President Obama will campaign with Virginia gubernatorial government governor Terry McAuliffe in the state capital of Richmond. McAuliffe, who owns a slight lead over the Republican that's running for governor there in Virginia. By the way, uh, our girl, Jen P. Suckey, she stepped in it, and she violated the Hatch Act last week, and people are looking into that, where she said, oh, I'm sure the president wants the current governor to win in, in Virginia, where that's not allowed. But yet she still has a job. Isn't it amazing that they get away with so much? That Jen P. Suckey gets away with everything, it seems like? She doesn't have to answer questions. Our current president doesn't answer questions. And the rest of the world is watching. And they're looking at this feeble old man. And do you know what he represents? He represents us people. He represents America. When you see other countries, and I know, and I, and, and I love it. it, it's one of my favorite things to see is the chant, let's go, Brandon. But when that happens in other countries, those people are yelling, let's go, Brandon, which is they're actually saying, fuck Joe Biden. That's America. They don't know any better. They see him, and they say that's America. He's representing us. And how does he represent us? By falling upstairs. By by talking like Animal from fucking The Muppet Show. And I apologize to Animal and The Muppet Show for that horrible comparison. This, this, this is a world leader, a world leader that, that can't talk. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. Tell that to Colin Powell. This country is doomed. Yep. It is doomed, not just because of African Americans, but because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. So? You, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, you, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or you. I'm going to get in trouble with my, my staff. Yeah, go ahead. But I pretend that you didn't answer you. Huh? This is what other countries think of us. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. 
I mean, and now Obama's going to be joining him at these world leader summits. And look, 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 you can like Obama. You can think that he was a good president. I, I don't think he was. But here's the thing. Obama was respected by the world. I'll give him that. I didn't like him. I never voted for him. But he was respected. And that meant America was respected. Now, Donald Trump was not respected, but people feared him. See, this is why I always ask that question. What's it better to be, feared or respected? And the answer, it doesn't really matter because the answer is the same. The, the turnout is the same. And the turnout is this. The turnout is you won't be fucked with. If you're respected, you won't be fucked with. If you're feared, you won't be fucked with. Now, we've got fucking President Magoo in office who had to have a special stage built for him so he could read a teleprompter. For the love of God. And he refuses to answer questions. And the media, by the way, there's a story today. Hold on, I want to read this. Um, oh, damn it, did they take it down? Oh, here it is. Left-wing pundits cheer on. Cheer on a journalist... Hold on, let me read. The headline was written really, really well. Left-wing pundits cheer on columnists calling for the end of fairness in journalism. So, so you think that there should not be fairness in journalism? Well, that would mean the end of journalism then. You see, there is no fairness in journalism. This is what I mean by no fairness. Because journalism is meant to tell the truth with facts. There's no fairness in it. It's facts. But what we have now is infotainment. And they're saying that you can be as... Wrong as possible, because it doesn't matter if you're fair anymore. Okay, I can, I can handle that. Hillary Clinton is a murderer. I'll say it. She can sue me for what? She can sue me for a spit cup? Okay. Hillary Clinton is a murderer. Hillary Clinton is about the most anti-American Secretary of State we've ever had. One that allowed United States... Navy SEALs to be killed in Benghazi. Watched it happen. She's a traitor. Her husband is a pedophile. I'm not taking any of this shit back. Her husband is a pedophile slash child rapist. 
Her daughter is an ugly pig. Joe Biden is a brain-dead idiot. Donald Trump was really a clown. I'm not afraid to say it. He was a clown that was feared. And man, oh man, I would take that clown now so quickly back. And a lot of the independents that voted against him voted because he was mean and their feelings were hurt. Well, I want you to think about that when you read about a nuclear bomb destroying the eastern seaboard. And tell me how you feel about that. Did you see the video? Did you guys see the video of Biden yelling about democracy? I didn't. I I know that I'm being very dark today. This is a fucking tough day. It's a tough time in America. By the way, this story is out there. The former British intelligence officer behind the Steele dossier that claimed Russian officials held compromising of uh, information on President Donald Trump on camera said it was all fake. He sat down with an ABC interview because he wanted to set the record straight about his role in the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election, which didn't happen. You remember the video about Donald Trump getting pissed on? Made up. This was all made up. Donald Trump Jr. Oh, the Missy Elliott video? Okay, I'll have to watch that in a little what in a little bit. It was all made up. Donald Trump Jr. had to be interviewed by FBI agents, by the way, who still have not found Brian Laundrie. Just want to point that out. Watch the left. Well, uh, let's see. Is that bring back the fairness doctrine? Oh, the fairness doctrine. That 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 to me is the the biggest load of shit that's ever been out there. The fairness doctrine was saying that if radio stations have six hours of right wing programming, they have to have six hours of left wing program. Now, of course, that doesn't translate to the same on TV. Meaning that CNN would have to have as many conservatives on their network as they do liberals. By the way, also, um, that is also a, a in, uh, it's like a speed bump in the word, in, in free speech. It's not necessarily a restriction of free speech, but it's a big, giant speed bump. And, and see, freedom of speech is like a fucking freeway that never backs up. Just keep driving on it because it, it's a freedom you have, the freedom of speech. Now, what I did this morning by calling... 
Bill Clinton, a pedophile child rapist, that is slanderous. Oh, I, I understand. I could get sued for that. I don't care. I don't care that I've called Hillary Clinton a murderer on this show a number of times. Treasonous? Absolutely, positively, yes. Joe Biden, treasonous? Absolutely, positively, yes. Just talk to any of the 13 families of the Marines that were killed in Afghanistan. And by the way, Barack Obama's former uh, Secretary of State has come out and said, Joe Biden did a terrible job with Afghanistan. I, I'm I, I'm tired. I know I say that every day, but I am so tired of uh, of where we stand here in America now, and we see these stories, and we hear these stories, yet nothing is done about them. Nothing. I hope you people protesting today at the state capitol get something done. But I don't know what it takes anymore. What does it take to move the needle in this country anymore? Let's go back in time, shall we? The last time we really had protests like this were during the 60s, during the Civil Rights era. You know, that era that the current uh, population is pissing all over by allowing segregated dorms and segregated proms and segregated this and that because one side wants it. But if you ask if the other side can get it, you say, no, that's racism, which makes me just scratch my head. You people protesting today, and I'm asking this because I don't even know what my answer is to this. And I'm not asking you for an answer. Are you willing to be bitten by police dogs? Are you willing to be shot with fucking fire hoses? Are you willing to be beaten with nightsticks? Because those people in the 60s were and did. By the way, are you willing to give your life? This is not hyperbole. I, I am not making this shit up. Just go back and watch some of those videos in the 60s when German shepherd dogs were released on African Americans. I'm sorry, blacks in this country. I, I'm done with the political correctness forever now. I'm done with it. If you're black, you're black. If you're Mexican, you're Mexican. And, and more power to you. Fucking Trevor Noah stole something from me. He had fucking some Republican on. I think it's that, that Marjorie Taylor green chick. And she said, I don't see colors. And he says, oh, you don't see colors? What do you do at a stoplight? I thought that was, that was the most genius thing he's ever said. Stop saying you don't see colors. And I'll tell you why. It's okay to see color. It's quite all right. 
What you don't see are stereotypes, or you don't see judgments. My black neighbor that lives across the street, Mika, that's his name. I've met him once. I thought he was a nice guy. Shook his hand. Was very welcoming to him. Invited him to watch college football and regular football. He didn't seem like he was into that kind of stuff, though. Whatever. I have no idea what kind of music he listens to. I don't. I can't look at him and go, oh, he likes rap music. You see, because that's seeing the stereotype. If you were to look at me with my words redneck and hillbilly tattooed on my arms, do you think that I would actually be a huge fan of DMX? No. You think I'd be burning a cross in my damn backyard because you see what you want to believe I am. Oh, he's from Texas. By the way, I got a brand new pair of overalls coming in the mail to me. And I'm fucking, I'm wearing that to jury duty next week. By the way, no, no show next Tuesday because I have jury duty. I'm wearing a fucking button-down shirt underneath them, and I'm wearing overalls to court. Because that's the way I like to dress. It's comfortable to me. Now, you're going to look and go, oh, that guy's a fucking redneck. Oh, you know he knows racism back and forth. He probably goes to Klan meetings. Well, you obviously see a color then. And these are the same people that say, I don't see color. I think to me that's the dumbest thing anybody can say. I don't see color. I see black people. I see Mexican people. I see Asian people. And I'll be honest with you. And if this makes me a racist, then so be it. I will wear this fucking shirt of I'm a racist proudly. I can't tell the difference in Asian people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my shortcomings. I can't tell a Korean from a Vietnamese. I, I, maybe I can tell those two apart. Maybe. But I call them Asians because that's what they are. They're Asian people. If I saw a, a, a white guy walking down the street, I see him as a white guy. I don't know if he's Russian, not until he talks. You know who can't see color? Stevie Wonder. <laughs> oh, God almighty. Freddie Kid says, oh, I think you love Adele. God damn it. No, I don't. I hate her. Hello. Shut up, bitch. It's me. I know it's you. Are you hungry? I was wondering no. if after no. all these years you'd like to meet. No, thank you. I appreciate it, though. For my children, absolutely. When I asked if you were willing to get bit by a dog or die, absolutely. This is the hill I stand on for my kids. You're goddamn right I'm willing to go to the depths of hell for them. Then I'm telling you, then you have to act like the people in the 60s did. If you want change to happen, if you want real change to happen, you have to act like that dad in Virginia who stormed into a school board meeting, and they're calling the man a terrorist. What do you think they would have called the black people back in the 60s if the word terrorist was around? They would all be domestic terrorists. 
if you want to get something done, you have to be willing to bleed for it. I am. I can tell Russian apart from other Europeans, okay? Douglas just sent this. Let's see what this link is. This is what leftism does to you. Demi Lovato. (laughs) At one time, an attractive young girl. Now she's just a big, frumpy, I don't even know what the fuck she is. That's funny. Thank you, Douglas. But you have to be willing to do that. And there aren't a lot of people that are. And there are a lot of people that are lying about it. Look at what happened. This is what's happening in L.A. right now. Patrice Cullors has been appointed as a Los Angeles County Commissioner, a co-founder of BLM. Now, far be it for me to say that BLM is a terrorist group, which they are. Now, if this woman was truly about Black Lives Mattering, then something would be done in Chicago. But instead, it's a political movement that is funded by George Soros, a man who turned in his own people to the, Jew- the Jews, to the Germans in World War II. That's who funds BLM who have not done one thing for black lives. This is going to make people upset, but it's true. Do you know who's done more for black lives? Donald Trump. Boy, that's going to piss people off with that. And I'm glad it does. I'm glad it does. You see, this is where we need people who actually do have a voice. People like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan should be suing CNN. He should be suing CNN for saying he took a horse dewormer. He's not going to, though, because he's too busy. But see, that's the problem. People in the 60s, they had jobs. They had to work. They took time out of their day, and they were willing to die and bleed on that hill. Joe Rogan talks about it. His 13 million listeners hear him, and they laugh because it is still a comedy-type show. But when CNN comes out, and Don Lemon, Don Lemon, a man who's been accused of, of sexual assault, who's still on their airwaves, comes out and says, I will not take it back that he took horse dewormer. He didn't take horse dewormer. He took ivermectin that was prescribed to him by an actual doctor, The human dosage. We know people that have taken human dosages of ivermectin to get through COVID. And yet they're made fun of. Oh, I did see him when he fucking reamed Sanjay Gupta. The CNN doctor. And you could tell that Sanjay Gupta didn't know what to say because, A, he wanted to protect his job at CNN, and, B, he wanted to look at Joe Rogan and go, you're absolutely right. 
you're a million percent right if that was actually available. But he didn't do it because he was too busy worrying about his job. That's not a hill he's willing to die on. Zach said he should be suing The View and ABC as well. He should sue everybody that said he took horse tranquilizer. A, aren't they violating his, his, HIPAA, his HIPAA rights by saying this? Or because he said it first. Okay, so they're not doing that. But they are slandering him. Alicia says, works great. Make fun of me all you want, but the shit works. And people like Sanjay Gupta know it works. And that's the problem. They know it can work. In all the media, yeah, look, if the media were to actually do their job and investigate, which they won't, I'm so anti-media now. I, I don't care. Uh, Tucker Carlson, I like him. I think he's funny sometimes. But I can't take his bullshit because it's all bullshit. It's all infotainment. Once news companies learn that they could actually make a profit, that's when actual journalism went out the window. We allow this shit to happen. BLM co-founder is now a county commissioner in Los Angeles. I think Gupta is a brainwashed retard. He is also like, he's like so many doctors that regurgitate the same bullshit because he wants to keep his job. Look, look, I'll say this about Sanjay Gupta. He's probably a really decent doctor. I, I, I have nothing to base that on. This is a guy who wants to protect his job at CNN. Why? Because he makes a lot of money. And he has a lifestyle he wants to keep up. I can't, look, I can't blame him for that. I can't. He doesn't want anything to change. He is a coward. He knows he's a coward. These people all know they're cowards. That's why I don't listen to Sanjay Gupta, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil isn't even a fucking licensed therapist in California. Everybody takes what Dr. Phil says as to be true because Dr. Phil's on TV. Dr. Phil is a fucking ass clown. I watch him because he's entertaining to me. Do you think he's going to help? The, the answer is, fuck, no, he's not. Look at the Catch Me Outside girl. He turned her into a fucking multimillionaire. You talked about Joe Rogan Gupta interview on Friday and railed on Joe and defended the CNN hack. Of course they did. Because those fucking cackling fucking hen cunts on The View, that's all they do. Joey Behar said that Colin Kaepernick should get hired in the NFL to appease what John Gruden wrote. Well, honey, let me go through your emails for the past 20 years. And let's see who we get to replace you, biatch. I'll tell you right now. In the last 20 years, I have said misogynistic, homophobic, racist things, and I take 
zero of them back. Most of them, and I'll say most, not all, most were told for comedy purposes. Others weren't. They were told because, yes, if you want to look at me and you want to go, Arnie, you are a misogynist, racist pig. I will answer you, oink, oink. Because who are you to call me names? I don't give a fuck. Come get me. I dare you. I cross the line every fucking day. You want to know why I cross the line every day? Because there shouldn't be a line there. That's why I cross the line. I don't say certain words on this show because I know they are not. Uh, you, you can't come back from them. I don't spout out the N-word on this show. As dumb as I think the argument is on the N-word, I don't do it because that's one that, 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 that's the line right there. That and dead baby jokes. Those are my lines because I'm not stupid. I ain't going to pull a fucking Michael Richards and go, free speech. Even though saying that one group can do something and another can't based on the color of their skin is the definition of racism, but I digress. You want to call me all these names? You go right ahead. And I hope it makes you feel great. You know what's going to make you feel worse? Is when you hear me on the air the next day. Because I'll come back. I ain't going anywhere. I'm not afraid of you. You should be terrified of me and people like me. Because I am willing to die to keep this country afloat. Did we know that apparently it's free speech week this week? <laughs> uh, no one has won a Super Bowl with appeasement. No. By the way, one more story about our lovely leaders in office right now. Good old Mayor Pete. But I gag. Boudiage, I'm sorry. Mayor Pete who is the, uh, the cabinet member that's in charge of, like, the infrastructure and, and, and shipments and things like that. The se- secretary of the, the transportation, I do believe, is what his title is. Who has been off. This is what I, I find this to be just so fucking utterly amusing. He's on paternity leave because he and his partner adopted a child. First of all, first of all, why do you get paternity leave for adopting a child? I thought people got maternity leave because they had to let their, you know, their shit go back to, to, to regular size shit. Or they had to heal. And the, the, the abundance of hormones that you lose when, when, when you have a baby. And then we, we started this, the, the, this, this father's leaving, paternity leave, for up to like six weeks. Which, by the way, none of our daddies did. But we've allowed this for the adopted twins they had. <laughs> 
This is fantastic, right? In the middle of the biggest shipping crisis this country has ever seen. Department of Transportation, I was right. He came out finally, not gay, but he he was out gay a long time ago. He came out on Sunday and said that America's supply chain disruptions will continue into next year, claiming the bottleneck has been spurred in part by an unprecedented amount of demand brought on by President Biden's economic recovery. But you've been gone for the last six weeks. Are you, are you, holy shit, Poxitani Phil, the groundhog, is now Poxitani Pete. He stuck his head out and said, hey, there's going to be six more bad weeks of fucking shipping because I guess he saw his shadow. Do your fucking job. Now, now, come on. Seriously. Do your fucking job. You're on paternity leave for adopted twins? You're on paternity leave. And I imagine that you have tons and tons of money, and you could have a nanny. Fuck the rest of the country, because you have to have paternity leave. I'm sorry. I have no respect for this guy. Zero. I do believe people should fling doo-doo at him. Our supply chains can't keep up. When in America have we ever allowed the word can't to be in our vocabulary? Fucking Christ almighty. And of course, our supply chains, that's a complicated system that is mostly in private hands. Meaning, this is what it means. Meaning he has no idea how to do this job. Because he was the mayor of a shitty town in South Bend, Indiana. And he ran for president. And now he's all of a sudden this fucking expert on transportation? Buttigieg said the supply chain issue demonstrated a need for the House Democrats to pass the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill, which allocates $17 billion to U.S. ports and remains stalled due to party infighting. Your own party, by the way, I'd like to point that out. I read somewhere that there is a company that is... They are paying for their own ships to go over and get the merchandise and bring it. They're not waiting. This isn't about the, look, this fucking infrastructure plan, I wish that somebody would just flush this shit down the toilet and we would be, we'd stop being held hostage. I love the the memes going around that says, you know, products made in the USA are not stuck on a fucking tanker ship somewhere. It's true. Who's taking over for him in his absence? It doesn't say, but nobody.
He dodged a question when somebody asked if the people should get their Christmas shopping done early. As disruptions across the U.S. had left shelves empty ahead of the crucial holiday shopping period. He said, obviously, every family makes its own preparations for Christmas or other holidays. That's it. You need to be fired. Matt Berger text, most of the big government swamp people in the Biden administration don't have a clue to get anything done. There isn't a government manual that Mayor Pete can go to that says supply chain issues, but his new committee will produce one because that's all swamp people do is have meetings and create documents. It's called Make Work for Welfare Cases. I, I, I'm sick of the people that are in charge of shit in this country. Because the word can't is in their vocabulary. We're America. We are America. Uh, news said this morning he has a deputy officer who's supposed to be in charge. Does the deputy officer have any training at, for transportation secretary? You remember, you, you remember that, that Joe Biden built his cabinet with the United Colors of Benetton. Right? The, the, the transgendered one that's, the, that's in charge of, like, mental health and, and all that kind of shit in this case. Really? Really? Mayor Pete Buttigieg, the highest level of government he has was of a college town? Are you kidding me? By the way, I do believe that someone on this show told you that this was all going to happen. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. We're putting people in positions because they fit certain narratives. Pete Buttigieg is gay. Well, let's put him in charge of something. We have this transgender who is not good at their job to begin with, but we're going to put them in this cabinet spot. Why? Because it fits the narrative that everybody belongs. Mayor Pete buttfucks people, so he had perfect training in the government. This administration is a literal joke. These people are only there to fill a quota, not perform a job adequately. Let's go through. Let, let's go through the cabinet, shall we? Uh, U.S. cabinet. Let's see. The White House. Kamala Harris. Well, we got a black person in there. Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, criminal. Secretary of the Treasury. That's the only lady that seems to have done any part of her job correctly. They wanted to issue a $1 trillion Bitcoin thing. She said no. Merrick Garland, the worst attorney general we've ever had. Where, where is this frumpy, weird-ass thing that he's got in there? Oh, I, it, it doesn't show her. I guess she's not on the cabinet. Marcia Fudge, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Xavier Barrera, Secretary of Health and Human Services. Marty Walsh, Secretary of Labor. These are all people that... 
Secretary of Agriculture. I, you know what? I want to see a guy take his fucking picture for the cabinet with fucking a, a John Deere cap on and overalls if he is the Secretary of the Agriculture. I want somebody that farmers can work with. This is just so fucking dumb. God damn it. We live in such a stupid... And, and I, I'm afraid that we've gotten so stupid now, it's going to turn deadly for us. Really, I, I do. I do. You know, and th- there is there is some gold. It, here's the silver lining. I'm going to tell you the silver lining. And I'm being honest about this. And this is a silver lining for me. All that these supply chain things mean is that Black Friday will be so much more fun to watch on television. Can you imagine the people waiting for shit at Walmart or whatever store they're at, and the store has one or two, and there's a whole group of people waiting, and they won't have rain checks available because they have no idea when this shit's going to come in. Oh, it is going to be a bloodbath again. And I say, bravo. Thank you for bringing must-see television back. There is uh, there's only a few things finer, and that's parents beating each other up in front of kids than watching people tear each other apart over Christmas gifts. Oh, I love it. It is one of those delectable, finger-licking things for me. That used to be my favorite. And then we got into people getting in fights at Disneyland, and then the, the, the guy who kicked down the lady who was holding the baby in that Chinese zoo or wherever the fuck they were. That shit's fantastic. And I'm telling you right now, that Friday after Thanksgiving, I am going to be snuggled up in my bed because I ain't going to do the show that day. I'm taking those two days off, motherfuckers. And I'm turning my TV on to... A good day, Texas, and I'm watching these people that are going to be at the malls, and they're going to show the fights at, at Walmart, and I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be good. If he hasn't been a farmer, you ain't allowed to be in charge of the agriculture department. Amen. I can't find the video and don't have them uh, since I'm getting ready for a tech pro- for the protest. But there's a video of someone that works for the government saying that this was done on purpose because of unvaccinated people. And basically, they wanted to make uh, things tough on us during the holidays. Does that surprise you? That doesn't surprise me. I appreciate that. And I know you're getting ready to go. And I appreciate you being here. But that doesn't surprise me. This has been one long punishment for the last 20 months. Oh, that's awesome. Alicia just sent me a a picture, uh, a bunch of pictures of their signs. Uh, Hey, Newsom, keep yours and Fauci's pricks away from my kids. Hashtag body autonomy. My body, my choice. Get your vaccine away from me. That's awesome. That is awesome. 
Good for you. And you know what? You're doing what Americans should do. If you don't like it, then fucking you should protest it peacefully. Watch Biden. What 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 do you do here? Uh, caught allegedly violating D.C. mask mandate inside. Oh, what, when he took his wife to dinner, that fucking ugly bitch, that skank Jill. I uh, need a chair and popcorn, then go to Walmart on Black Friday. Amen. Oh, it's it, look. I've only participated in one Black Friday ever, and that's when I was married to Satana. And she was hit by a, a train, literally hit by a train on Election Day when Barack Obama was first elected. Didn't kill her because the train didn't do its fucking job. But she's like, Arnie, that's what you need to do. You need to go, and you need to go to Black Friday and get us a, a, a Blu-ray player. Yeehaw, Snapchat.com. Uh, Mama wants her Blu-rays. And she was all still fucked up from the train accident and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, yeah, sure thing. And I went out. Now, granted, uh, after I bought the the Blu-ray player, I went to my drug dealer's house at 6 o'clock in the morning and bought a whole shitload of pills because I got an incredible deal on the Blu-ray player, and I got fucked up the rest of the day. I will say that. that. That's a true story. Went to the Walmart, though. And uh, they had let people in. They put these big black plastic bags over everything where you couldn't see. And I was walking around the store. I'm like, hey, where are the Blu-rays? Blu-rays. And people, you know, they recognized me. Like, oh, they're over here. Some guy called me over, and I was like two, almost three people deep in line. And they had this big, tall stack there, right, of Blu-ray players. But you couldn't tell they were Blu-ray players, but we all knew it was. And this little old lady said, okay, in about five minutes, I'm going to be taking this off. And then her fucking young'un, who also worked there, liked to see that they kept it in the family. Nobody better hurt my mama. Somebody yelled. I won't say if it was me or not. Then get that bitch out of the way. They took that plastic off, and it was all out mayhem. It, It was like a battle royale. People are grabbing Blu-ray players crazy left and right, left and right. I finally got in there, and I got my hands on one. I said, this one's mine! I screamed it. And I am not kidding with this. I put it under my arm, and I hooked it through the bread section, down the frozen food aisles, and around to the checkout so I could get out of there. Oh, I O.J. Simpson that shit. I'd have knocked people over. And yes, got a Blu-ray player that day. This one's mine. I love that story. I yelled that so fucking loud. Oh, Mike D says, how about a vax your own kids, bitch, to Gavin Newsom for a sign. That's funny. Rules for thee, but not for me. Oh, I knew I I know she's unvaxxed. Isn't that the same one that they had to pull out of camp because they weren't wearing masks? Mm-hmm. Now, once again in this country where we are said to be, we're looking out for the, the people of color in this country. Oh, do you think Black Friday will be any different this year due to the fact that California doesn't prosecute shoplifting? 
Fuck, you've made it even more interesting, Scott. Holy shit. I mean, that deserves, honestly, a... The mayhem has been increased. Now this is like a battle royal with two rings. This is like the old NWA wrestling days of war games. Because now you're going to throw that in there? Holy shit, man. I mean, damn. Good Christ almighty. Where the hell is damn Tommy drop? Holy shit. Looks like I'm driving to California. Shit, I didn't even think about that. Come get me, Best Buy. Fuck, we might need to go to fucking California for Thanksgiving. Do some shopping the next day. Walmart near Needles better look out. With a mask on, too, they'll never catch you. Goddamn right. Oh. By the way, I just want to mention this. I'm not going to go into detail on this. Michigan officials have charged three women with attempted voter fraud in the 2020 election. This goes along with that voter fraud charge that happened in, what, Arizona? And then there's one that's coming up in Georgia. I just would like to say, for the safest election of all time in 2020, there's a whole lot of voter fraud going on. Now, I don't want to, I, I don't need the investigation. I know that they're not going to kick Joe out of office. I just want to say to all those people, this was the safest election we've ever had. I've never heard of this many people being arrested for voter fraud. But hey, I digress. Like I said, like I said, I'm not going to go into detail about it because I just sit back and I look at it and I go, wow, that's interesting. Brian says, my son worked at Target all of last year, and he said the door alarm was going off constantly because people were stealing so frequently, and they're not allowed to go after them. Just an FYI, if you steal at Target, they are not allowed to stop you. Fantastic. See, I won't steal here in Texas because I don't want to get shot, so I'm not going to steal here. I'll tell you this right now. If Nevada puts that same rule in place, I am flying to Nevada immediately, and, and, and you know I like clothes. I am flying to Las Vegas and going to the DXL store there. That, by far, is the greatest store I've ever been to. I have never been so turned on by clothes in my entire life. They had everything that was ever in catalogs there. They had designer shit. Robert Grissom shit, I'll be wearing button-down shirts, I will be fucking taken. Try to stop me, motherfuckers. I'm big, not that tall, but I'm mean as shit. And I will steal the fucking lights out if I have to. Got to get me some new polo camo shorts. I bet you they got them there. Oh, if Nevada goes that same route, fuck you, Nevada. I'm coming to you, baby. Now, this country that's supposed to be all well and good about race and all this kind of stuff right now, 
It's a very interesting story going on. Um, did anybody know that there have been two school shootings at Grambling University? In the, in the matter of the last, I don't know, two weeks? Classes are canceled today and tomorrow. All homecoming activities have been canceled. And homecoming is a big deal for colleges, especially historically black colleges. Where Deion Sanders coaches at Jackson State, they just had 58,000 people at their homecoming game. Do you know how huge that is for historically black colleges? That is enormous. Gunfire erupted during a homecoming event at Grambling State University in Louisiana, killing one person and injuring seven others. Why is it we're not hearing about this? Why isn't that we're out banning guns? Why is that? I, I, I mean, do, do we not recall Virginia Tech shooting? And how horrible that was? Did Hillman go on lockdown too? I don't think that's close to Grambling. But this was the second school shooting on that campus in a week. And yet we haven't heard anything about it. Is that because it's a black school? Wouldn't that be more predominantly a lead news story that or are we saying that this is a white-only problem? I'm fascinated by this because of the recent events that happened close to Arlington, Texas, where a young man brought a gun to school who was being bullied. And that young man got into a fight and opened fire and shot four people. One, I, I still don't know how that one kid's doing. He shot three or four times. But the other three people that got shot were trying to help the young man. Had nothing to do with him. Yet we let him out on bail. Why is that? Why was that young man let out on bail? And now gunfire erupts at, at Grambling? Hmm. I'm terribly confused. Actor Brian says the media deems this shit as a part of black culture. Well, wouldn't that be racist? And by the way, I'm reading this story. It's from NBC News, and Hoda Kobe is reading the story. Hoda, who, by the way, is black. Now, I, I, I don't know why it's not being, you know, because when a school, happen, a school, school shooting happens like in Columbine, or Sandy Hook, or down in Florida. Yeah, the body count's a little bit higher, but it's still a school shooting. Isn't this the same? Virginia Tech? Isn't this the same? Hmm. By the way, by the way, this is not the only school that it happened to last week. That's why I find all of this so interesting. At least four people were shot during an Alabama high school football game Friday night. Mobile police um, 
say the shooting occurred near an exit ramp at the stadium while players from Williamson and Vigor High Schools were on the field. Vigor, I said. And I do believe those are two predominantly, I'll say it, black schools. Yet nobody's talking about it. Why? Like, literally, I, I don't know why. I, I'm asking this question, honestly. Why is nobody talking about it? Is it because of what Agatha Bryan says? that the media deems this to be just part of black culture? Because that would be racist as shit. I, I don't know if she's right. I tend to lean towards she's right. Or I lean this way. That when a white kid does it and they go after gun manufacturers and they try to shut down gun companies and bullet companies, and we get movies like Bowling for Columbine that come out. It's to further hate the white race in this country. And I know I sound like a crazy fucking, you know, Holocaust denier, which I'm not, when I say the white race. But... Is it just another shot at being white? And I, and I don't mean to say shot. That was a bad pun, and that was not meant. Is this another dig at the white race? Saying how evil we are because we do school shootings? And these black school shootings, well, we, we, we're, we're just not even going to pay attention to those. We're going to go, shh. I find this really fascinating. I, I've held on to this story all weekend long. And I watched the news to see what the update was, especially for Grambling. And there was no updates anywhere. And Grambling is not that far from Texas. It's in Louisiana. Grambling plays a game here every year at the Cotton Bowl, or they used to. I just find it completely, completely fascinating that nothing is being done about it. People wash their hands of it. Dangerous, dangerous stuff, people, that we're allowing the media to pick and choose who the bad people are. We all know who they are. They're called honkies. Uh, I got a story here, the best, the safest cities to live in in the U.S. We're going to go through this real quick. And let's see, over the past year, crime has spiked in many cities across the nation, instilling fears in many Americans. Living in a safe community is something all Americans desire, but many factors play in. These are the safest cities to live in in America. The first one, uh, let's get the correct uh, uh, names out there. Virginia Beach, Virginia. The reason why I call that one bullshit is simply because that's the town where the gal was killed on live TV. You remember that? It's been a story lately because I guess her daddy has been out trying to, to, I don't know, sue the TV station or sue Virginia Beach. 
But Virginia Beach is where that lady went live on on morning TV news and got shot like 15 times. I'm going to have to call bullshit on Virginia Beach. The next city is Henderson, Nevada. There's a show that's on TV that has been around there for a long time. It's called Cops. There's tons of violent town, of of violence in Henderson. That's where a bunch of the gang members live that then go into Vegas. This next one, I, I don't even know how they could write this one with the straight face. You ready? Here we go. El Paso, Texas. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Really? The border town of El Paso, Texas. It's close to Laredo. El Paso. El Paso. Where where they have found, like, the cartels have burial grounds around there. And they're saying El Paso is one of the safest cities in America to live in. Here's another one. San Diego, California. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. This is what makes it a safe city, by the way, San Diego. You ready? Known for its breathtaking beaches and ocean views. This Southern California city, is this a Zagat review? Has something for everyone, from its world-famous zoo to a variety of art galleries and museums, as well as home to a large, active naval fleet. You'll never get bored there. Don't worry about the border that's like five minutes away. The El Paso assholes come across the border into New Mexico and spread their evil. Not like you can really tell. I know. Honolulu, Hawaii. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Let me just say right now, Honolulu, not safe. Dog the bounty hunter. That's all you need to know. They have a problem with ice there, which is also known as meth. Oh, it's beautiful there. By the way, these are the safest cities, and every description is the Big Pineapple, also known as the state capital of beautiful Hawaiian Islands. The city has stunning beaches, dining, and nightlife, as well as everything in between. What makes it safe? Jesus. Carmel, Indiana. I have no idea. Sugarland, Texas, a suburb of Houston. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. The most crime-riddled city in Amer- in Texas is Houston. Cary, North Carolina, Thousand Oaks, California, Rye, New York, Broadview Heights, Ohio. Not that they have huge problems with anything that ends in, I don't know, cotton, like Oxycontin. 
Berkeley Heights, New Jersey. Have you ever heard of the mob? Sparta, New Jersey. A place called Sparta cannot be a fucking safe place. And Norfolk, Massachusetts. It's 30 miles from Boston. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. I bet you they have mosh. And when I say to bury a guy in the mosh, I mean bury him in the fucking mosh where a guy from Hewlett Packard can't find him while he's getting a blowjob on his break. For fuck's sake. The safest cities in America. Eat a fucking bag of dicks. Jesus jumped up, Christ. Last break coming up next.
If you change your mind, I'm the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know and I'll be around. If you got no place to go when you're feeling down. If you're all alone, when the pretty birds have flown, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Gonna do my very best and it ain't no lie. If you put me to the test, if you let me try. Take a chance on me. Take a chance on me. Oh, we can go dancing, we can go walking, as long as we're together. Listen to some We have got a bunch of listener mail done for tomorrow. 
We will do that then, and uh, we will finish the show off with some quote-unquote entertainment-type news. Even though this first story is not very entertaining whatsoever. Instead, today we have to say goodbye to a hero. A legend in this country, if you will. It wasn't bad enough that last week the assholes at DC Comics let it be known that Superman's son has come out as bisexual. And all bisexual means is that a guy sucks dick. That's what it means. That wasn't enough for DC. They have announced that DC Comics will be changing the iconic phrase that Superman has used ever since his inception. The motto, if you will. His motto has always been truth, justice, and the American way. Well, not no more. Jim Lee, D.C.'s chief creative officer, said that they will change it to now, saying, truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. to better reflect the storylines that we're telling across D.C. to honor Superman's incredible legacy of building a better world. His motto is evolving. Truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. By the way, Mike, that was, uh, that was the, uh, the Cranberries that did the Fleetwood Mac song. Christopher says, makes sense to me. Superman, I know, would absolutely be ashamed of what America has become. A nation of woke wussies. Makes perfect sense to me that Superman would choose to not stand for the American way that America of today represents. America is over anyway. Yeah, translation, we want to sell more overseas issues. You see, the problem... This just goes to show you how awful our nation is now that we're changing the motto of Superman to either A, I don't think it's to sell more issues overseas. People that live overseas used to want to live in America. Do we not remember the stories about how you could sell a pair of Levi's for like $500 in Russia? That, that, that all these countries wanted to be America. And now we feel guilty for that because I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you, those countries still want to be America. You want to know why? Because we still have the freedoms and privileges in this country. As much as I bitch and moan on this, on this show about the America that we live in today, 
They still can't take our internet from us. They still can't take our words. They can try, but we can fight them in court and we'll win each and every time. But that's for now. Because once the woke start aging, and if they continue to hold their wokeness, which if they do, great, because I'll be dead by then. Freedom of speech will be gone. The Second Amendment will be gone. You're, you're, look, America is going to change so much in the next 50 years that we will be like a Middle Eastern country. I, I, I'm not speaking in hyperbole. I, I do believe that all these things are going to go away. We see it now. Comedian, look, look at Dave Chappelle. Let's look at Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, who's a comedian. And comedians are there to make fun of the world and the current situations that are in the world. If transgenders want to be treated like everybody else, I don't believe that they do. If they truly wanted to be treated like everybody else, then they would be okay with the jokes told about them. They want to be treated better. I saw an interesting thing this weekend. I read it. How awful it is that hospitals will not operate, emergency operate on people who don't have the COVID vaccine. It's a vaccination. But they will still have emergency surgeries on people that are fat, people that smoke, people that drink, and people that use drugs. They'll still do surgeries on those people. But if you don't have the vaccination, eh, sorry, no room for you. How is that doing no harm? And I know I started this with the Superman thing, and that's just kind of throwaway stuff. But I'm here to tell you, it's all going to change, people. If we aren't willing to go on that hill, if we aren't willing to get bitten by the Dobermans and by the German Shepherds and get hit with the nightsticks, it's all going away. <laughs> I'm literally about to be the first serial puncher in this country. Just punching people I think fit the motto. <laughs> as soon as these woke asshats start paying rent and we- uh, wanting more, they'll think again about their wokeness. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, that, to me, that's insane. Good for you, Mark, in Detroit. I'm glad you got people calling wanting to hire you. That's fantastic. Um, all right. Now, now I got fun stories. Okay, I got fun stories. Too, I promise. I'll end the show with fun shit. This first story is really fun. <laughs> Did everybody get to hear about Vince Neal this weekend? Vince broke some ribs this weekend. He was doing a solo concert at a Tennessee rock festival. And I guess what happened is somebody had a plate of ribs in the front row and Vince dove off stage after him. That fat bastard fell off stage. They say he was singing great. Let's see. 
There he is. He's walking. Oh, don't go away, Matt. Just go away. And there goes Vince. Vince goes away. Down goes Neil. Down goes Neil. <laughs> he fell off the stage at the Mount Monsters of the Mountain in Pigeon Forge over there by Dollywood. He's at a hospital. Uh, he broke some ribs. <laughs> the band finished the song and then carried on playing a Led Zeppelin cover. In another video, the drummer explained that Vince was hurt. Uh, Vince fell down, and, uh, well, he's bleeding gravy right now, people. We we need to get (laughs) somebody. Somebody needs to go to KFC and get two gallons of their gravy. He needs a transfusion. Uh... Poor Vince Neal, who they say was he was singing really well and moving well on stage. Remember, uh, who was it? Nikki Six came out and said to him, said, hey, you got to lose some weight or you, you're not going to be our, our lead singer. We're going to go with John Karabi. And John Karabi came out and said, uh, no, you're not, because I ain't going on tour with you motherfuckers. So Vince was seen, you know, working out, doing like, you know, he's in some gym with some hot chick somewhere. You want Vince Neal to lose weight? Give him cocaine. Can we ship him to a fat farm? Well, he's going to eat everybody there. What Vince Neal needs, look, 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 like I said, Tiger Woods will be great again now that he's on all these painkillers. I don't care if it's bad for him or he's a bad example for his children. I want a great golfer. And if I want to hear... Vince Neal and his high-ass pitch voice hit the notes in, in Shout at the Devil. You need to give the man some cocaine. If being fat and unable to sing is a requirement to be in Motley Crue, I'm going to go audition. You got to get right behind me, my friend. Shit. Oh, that's funny stuff there. Good old Vince getting hurt. Fat bastard. Um... There's an interesting story out of Italy, out of Rome. Remember last week we went to Rome, we were talking about good old Conor McGregor. How Conor McGregor has to walk the streets of Rome with four giant bodyguards. Well, an incident happened over the weekend with Mr. McGregor. Uh, He was hanging out with... Francesco Fancinetti, a famous DJ from Italy, and says he and his wife were hanging out with Connor and his fat fiance in Rome. About 2.30, Connor's like, oh, oi, mate. Ah, oh, fathom begara to you. That's the way I got to do it. Ah, oh, fathom the potatoes. Hey, Francetti, do you want to come to another party with us? We're going to be having all kinds of... of of Guinness, and we're going to have proper 12 whiskey, don't you know? So he invited the dude to come to another party. And like a minute later, and the dude said, yeah, we'll go. And like a minute later, Connor fucking beat him up. 
He threw a punch in front of 10 witnesses. The DJ's like, hey, I took a punch for nothing. That punch could go to anybody, my friends, my wife, or other friends. That's why I decided to sue Conor McGregor, because he's a violent and dangerous person. I can't wait until somebody get. where's Nick Diaz when you need, or Nate Diaz when you need him? To beat this motherfucker's ass. Say something about wrestling again there, Connor, and say it right to Brock Lesnar's face. I'd like to see what happens to you. Conor McGregor is a turd, and he makes all Irish people look terrible. I got to tell you, I'm not a fan of his ever anymore. I want him to lose every single fight that he comes back in, and not just lose. I want to see him humiliated like he was in the last fight when his little fucking leg broke and gave out on him. You little pussy. You still said you were going to kill the dude's family. Big man talking with a leg snapped in half. I tell you this right now. If I if I had to fight him, if I had to fight this fucking anger ball, who, by the way, has a history of beating people up, not in the ring. He beat up some little old man one time in a bar. No good reason. Just beat him up. If I'm his next opponent, I go for an ankle hold on that broke-ass fucking leg of his, and I try to break that shit again. I I, I don't want to hurt him. I want to maim him. I want to cripple him. You're never getting in the ring again there, partner. Hey, Habib, come out of retirement. Whoop his ass yet again. Piece of garbage. Hitting a poor fucking Italian DJ. That dude just wants to party and get ecstasy and, and spin shitty records. That'd be like trying to beat up DJ Pauly D. I ain't going for that shit. By the way, if you've already bought in your Butterball turkey, we will start the calls to the Butterball hotline soon. By the way, we haven't called the other hotline in a while, have we? The dog, the bounty hunter hotline? Let's see if he still answers. Welcome to Butterball. Oh, that's Butterball. Oh, shit. Okay, we got the Butterball hotline. This is that one. Okay, here's Dog the Bounty Hunter. Sorry, my bad. Hi, this is Dog the Bounty Hunter. Thank you for calling the tip line. Please leave your number, and I will return the call. Uh, my tip for you, sir, is don't eat yellow snow. All right, dog. Keep it real, brudda. Dickhole. Sorry, I had to just get that in. I haven't done that in a while. And we will call. We will call Butterball soon enough. But more than 14,000 pounds of ground turkey products are being recalled. Over fears that they might be contaminated with plastic. What are you... You feeding turkeys dildos down? What the fuck? Butterball LLC issued the recall for its ground turkey products. The recall impacting a limited quantity was prompted by the potential presence of small pieces of hard blue plastic. All right. Fair enough. 
It ain't in their big birds. So that's good to know. No other Butterball products are being recalled. So if you got your Thanksgiving turkey already, congratulations. It's fine. By the way, turkey is gross. I'm just here to tell you that. I, I, I hate it. I hate turkey. Our final story, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we have to stop, okay? We, we, we just got to stop with the crazy shit. You see, what happens when we don't go into nature and we don't kill stuff that needs to die? Well, what happens is new shit comes out, and it's far, far more worse. Probably one of the most evil predators on the face of the earth is the polar bear. Okay, if you're confronted by a polar bear, make your peace with God because you're going to die. That's all there is about it. You you ain't going to punch that one in the nose or act real small or yell real loud because the polar bear just don't give a fuck. Polar bear's like, look, I've been stuck up here in this cold-ass fucking weather, and I'm going to kill you. Well, we have something new now. Due to habitats in Canada backing up to the U.S. and Alaska, we have a brand new super predator. And it's known by either two names. They're known as growlers or pizzlies. This is when a polar bear gets it on with a grizzly. We've got pictures of them. And let me just tell you, they aren't brown and they're not white. They kind of look like they're Middle Eastern bears. And we know how dangerous bad things from the Middle East are. But now polar bears and grizzlies are getting it on. This would be like a great white and an orca having sex. Different species of animals having babies together are known as interspecies mating. See, knew it would happen. While animals prefer to mate with members of their own species, sometimes they may choose to mate with animals of other species. Sometimes it won't even be up to that other species. If it's a polar bear and he wants to fuck, well, guess what? You're going to get fucked by a polar bear. As polar ice continues to melt, there's less space for the polar bears and more space for grizzlies. This could mean that more hybrid bear cubs are born. Their DNA will begin to lean more heavily towards grizzlies and fewer towards polar bears. I, I, I don't want to learn more in the next video. I'm scared as hell. Not that I'm ever going to Alaska or Canada. I don't want to run across a, a growler or a pizzly. I don't want to call it pizzly as such. That, that, wouldn't, that name sounds fabulous. I, I, I would read growler sounds like it's taking a shit. Pizzly? Come on. That sounds like a cute little bear. Oh, look at this little pizzly bear. Oh, look at it rip your face off. Oh, isn't that awesome? Oh, and look, there's the mama bear. Do you think if the mama was a, a polar bear 
and the baby came out brown, she doesn't want anything to do with it? Do you, do you think that they're racist in the polar bear community? This is why you need guns, because bear cavalry. They, it, it, no, see, this is, what, this is what I need. I need one of those fucking anti-aircraft missile launcher things. If I'm ever going to shoot a bear, I'm making sure it's staying down. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm not even playing. I'm not going to, that, that's like going to a gunfight with a knife. Nope, don't want any part of it. I'm telling you right now, if a growler ever came near me, we got to kill that son of a bitch. If you ever seen the movie the 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 counselor with Brad Pitt, so they got this device that bad people like cartel leaders will slip over your neck, and it's like this high grade titanium wire, and it's a timing device that that once you start it, it will never stop until it self destructs. And it tightens around the person's neck, and it pretty much decapitates them. I want one of those for a grizzly. That's what I'll use on the grizzly, because that will kill the grizzly. I would name this offspring seven seconds, meaning that's how long you have left to live if you come across that one. Yep. Oh, look, it's the seven seconds. See ya. I mean, really... And and you know what? Yeah, the first part. I I you know the person, the last person that was attacked by a polar bear, their family should sue Coca Cola. Telling you right now. I, I I will say it. I I guarantee. If you were to come across a family of polar bears, they are not sharing a Coca Cola with you. They're not sliding down the mountains, acting all friendly and all fun and everything. No, no. They're ripping people apart and eating them asshole first. And I'm coming after Coca-Cola. How dare you? How dare you try to make polar bears look like something nice and decent when they are straight from the pits of hell? Oh, but Arnie, they're so cute. So are AIDS. All right, AIDS is cute too. I don't want that either. God damn. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Like I said, we got listener mail tomorrow. Lots and lots of that stuff going on. Um, what else we got? I don't know. It's Tuesday. We'll find out more. We'll find out more how the world is fucking dying and killing itself left and right. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic day and adios, everybody. The sidewalk ends and the road begins We said goodbye on a cold dark night I'm not afraid to go, you bet I'm not Where the sidewalk ends, you left a lot Some people leave and never come back Some stay in touch, some lose track your mind kept saying, come on, let's go. You started learning what you don't need to know. Where the sidewalk ends and the road begins, I'll wait for you in the cold dark night.
Sidewalk ends and the road begins. We said goodbye on a cold, dark night. I'm not afraid to go. You bet I'm not where the sidewalk ends. You left the light. is outside waiting to arrest him.